The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast as we dive deep into what is round 18. Riley with you, joined as always by the experts. It's uh, Nick and Callum. Boys? How's it going? Riley. Boys, boys, boys. Decided tonight. Boys, who's winning? Mm. Queensland, of course. I want to say Queensland. I'll say Queensland. Let's just go Queensland. Uh, round 17, there are only four games of footy. Uh, and we're playing for our overall ranks. Going to start off with you, Cal. How'd you go? Terrible. That's all right. I scored 3-7-1. I only had, what, I think it was seven or eight playing. Um, it was the worst overall scoring round that I've had this season in terms of the ranks. I finished 32,000, almost in the 33,000s out of everyone that's playing. And I have been pushed back as a result by 400 ranks back to 877. But I'm still in the top 1,000, and I've made some very, int- well, I suppose you could say spicy uh, moves this week, which we'll uh, get into later throughout the potty. But I'm looking at pushing back into the top 500, hopefully, uh, after this round. Love it, mate. Love it. Good luck to you this round. Nick, hello. Hello. How'd you go? Uh, I had a fantastic week. I had four players play last week and um, um, I didn't make any trades last week. Uh, I thought I'd just focus on our head-to-head comp that we're playing in because overall I wasn't doing the best. So anyway, I got 158 points with my four players. Ezra Mam as captain. <laughs> Scored 40, so 80 in total. Uh, Panasini, Will Kennedy and Leo Thompson. So, oh, yes, um, the round 17 special. How did he go for you, mate? Yeah, 23 points, and now he's not yes. the team this week. So I um, <laughs> was looking at moving him on this week, uh, but uh, that player I was looking to move him to was not playing. So, <laughs> Oh, brilliant. lovely. Yeah, so, but anyway, um, overall rank is now 7,778. But looking hopefully green arrows for the rest of the season and I can get back into the uh, top maybe three or 4,000 or something. It's a goal. Fingers crossed. Yes. Right. I wasn't really playing for overall rank because, you know, I don't really care about that. Just as long as I make it in the top 10,000, I'm almost there. 10,165. So very good. I think my overall score last round was three, three, two. So I didn't really have that many players play, but cool. All right, let's move on to round 18 of footy. Before we get into that though, we'd like to uh, take this time to thank our sponsors of the podcast, which is Harsett Photography and Wolf Consulting and Risk. So make sure you go and support them. Some local businesses in the Queensland area. Very good. All right, here we go. Cowboys and Sharks. That's going to be the first game on Friday night, lads. First game of round 18. A very exciting game. Cal, I know you're looking forward to this one, mate. A good challenge for the Cowboys. But uh, who who's uh, what's changed for the teams coming into this round? Uh, not a lot, really. Tom Dearden and Tom Gilbert are backing up at this point of time for the Cowboys um, after hopefully Queensland win in the origin. Um, looking at it, though, Valentine Holmes, he's been rested and so has Jeremiah Nanai. Um, Murray Talungi, he's obviously out with COVID. And McLean, um, believe he's still out as well with the hamstring injury. But yeah, that's mainly the, the 
the big changes there. Uh, Nico Hines for the Sharks. He is selected to play as, alongside uh, Toby Rudolph as they both come back from their positive COVID-19 uh, results. So they'll be back in. And really, that's the, the main changes to their teams. All right. Let's discuss individual players for this one. Uh, surely, Nico Hines, captain again. Fair call. I Nick. won't be this week. Oh, well, Nathan Cleary's not playing, so I'm probably going to possibly go Hines um, or someone else if I trade them in. But at the moment, my yeah, because Nathan Cleary's not playing, it's probably Hines. Cal, I'm going to go to you, mate. Why why wouldn't you pick Nico Hines? Look, I've just gone to someone who I captained last week, um, Isaiah Papali'i, just because... Just in case Nico Hines doesn't uh, play, look, I, I might end up putting the C on him. Uh, but at this point in time, I'm interested as well in IPAPs. They'll both probably be the combined vice captain and captain of my team this week. All right. Uh, from the Sharks, let's talk about Cameron McInnes. I mean, he played last round and he ended up getting 53 points. Um, what are your thoughts on him at the moment, Nick, coming into round 18, mate? Uh, I think he's topped out in his money making. Um, it's interesting though. He played on the bench last week and still got 53, as he said. So um, not, not urgently needed to be sold out, I guess, but it, you're probably looking to upgrade him at this time of time of the year to someone who is a 55 plus average, which he is not probably, he's probably going to be at, at top, probably a 50 point scorer. So um, yeah, I don't have him though, so not a problem for me. <laughs> I think I think you boys have him, or Callum has him at least. Yeah, we've both got him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's actually part of my uh, trade strategy this week, so I will be moving uh, Mr. McInnes on. Interesting. We're going to find out uh, who it is a little bit later that you're going to trade him for. Maybe the unknown player. <laughs> the unknown player. No, 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 it's not the unknown. At this point of time, I am looking at doing DCE. So. Oh. There's some ice. Yeah, get that in here. Wow. That is some big energy coming from you, Cal. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's go on to Will Kennedy, someone else that I recently brought in. Uh, priced at 314, break even of zero. Is it a fair move to bring him in now, lads, or a little bit too late? I still think that if you're wanting to bring him in this week, He's a good option. Ideally, you would have picked him up last week because he's a round 17 player. Um, but if you didn't, I think he's still a good cash down. Obviously, it's not going to be um, a complete like bottom cash down option. He's gotten a little bit away with his price. Um, but I still think he's someone decent to spring because you know he's going to be their number one selected fullback for the run home. And he can just be someone you just throw in your emergencies. And hopefully, if you have to play him, he'll do a decent job. Jesse Ramian. What are your thoughts, Nick? Yeah, if you're in the market for a, uh, a center, um, I think we mentioned that both the Shark centers, or, or Ramian in particular, before last week, because he, you know, around 17 player. And yeah, he scored three tries last week and got a score of, I'm not on the app, but 80, I think. 76. 81. Oh, I got downgraded, did it? 76. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Um, so his price has jumped up a little bit now. He's not a bad option, but you're obviously aiming to get well, most people, most most good people in the fantasy world have got Burton and Aiken already, and I have none of them. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it is quite difficult. So Raymond's at five nine four, which is probably under slightly under price, and yeah, he's going well. He's averaged forty five this year. I'd probably look at 
yeah, Aiken Burke, uh, Burton or Joe, Joseph Manu would be your top three. Um, Ramian could be your fourth though. Fourth option mightn't be a bad pickup if you're if you're in the market. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I think if you can't afford like Nick said, the Aiken Manu or Burton, like they're the top three. If you can't afford um, them, then he's a solid option. He is a pod. He's only got one percent ownership. Um, and like the Sharks, their last five games of the year as well, they're somewhat easier games. So he could score well on them if you do decide to pick him up with his price slightly cheaper than the others at this point of time. All righty. Let's go on to Reese Robson from the Cowboys. I don't know. Is he someone that you want to finish this the fantasy season with or Nick? Uh, well, Reese Robson, I yeah, think man. so. Um, there's no reason to trade him out now at the moment. The, the worrying thing is they've got Granville and Ben Hampton on the bench this week for some reason. Um, they are a bit short in the forwards, um, but I don't think Reese Robson will get a rest. He seems to be playing 80 minutes quite comfortably for them. So, yeah, I think it's all good to go for Reese Robson. Um, I think, obviously, Damian Cook is a better player, a better fantasy player than Reese Robson. Mm. It's too expensive, though, for most people to get. And then Harry Grant as well. So... You need two of those three, so include Robson. You need no. two of those three. But what are the chances of the Rabbitohs actually making the top eight, making it to the finals? Pretty well, pretty high. They're, they're seventh at the moment. They haven't got a. They haven't got a bad run. It's okay. Mm. Uh, they got Latrell back, so they will be pushing for those finals. So Cook will play. Cook will play a lot of minutes there. So Cook Cook is definitely the best option, but it's whether you can get him or not. It's yeah. a problem. All right, uh, Jason Tamalolo. Cal, what are your thoughts on this player? Um, look, if you have him, I'd be holding, especially with the bench that they have, um, this week. Uh, but look, to be honest, I wouldn't be buying him. Um, and I'd probably look to move him on potentially once Cotter's name to return. And finishing off with, uh, Scott Drinkwater. Yeah, he's scoring decent. Um, he might be a good number 17, maybe to have on your bench for the run home with that dual position that he has. Mm. Uh, the only concern is that, uh, the Cowboys, they have some easier matchups after this week. Uh, for about three weeks, um, but then the opposition get a little bit harder. Uh, so for my team personally, I don't think I'll be buying him at the moment, but I think he was part of Nick's picks last week in regards to the uh, <laughs> top five winger fullbacks. So yeah. if you're wanting to have a little bit of a pod option, he's probably not the worst with that duel. I'd probably go Latrell over him at the moment though, maybe. I would too. Just right. just because of you know he can score a really big score for you. Latrell? And are we seeing a return of the uh, the category Nick's picks this episode, Nick? Not this episode. Scratch? Not this oh. episode, but maybe maybe in a future one. Oh, that's a shame. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> first game of round 18 on the Friday is Cowboys and Sharks. What a great way to start off the, the new round of footy. Uh, that one's at 6 o'clock. Then you got this one at 5 minutes to 8 o'clock. Parramatta Eels taking on the New Zealand Warriors. Should be another good... Uh, clash here, Cal. What changes are coming up for this game? Yeah, so Junior Palo, he's been named to back up after Origin. Maratza Niakora, he shifts back to lock. Maka Hesi Makatoa um, is to the bench. Nathan Brown's out to the reserves. Ryan Madison, uh, he still remains sidelined with the rib injuries that he has at the moment. Uh, Jake Arthur has been named on the bench, which is quite interesting. And Opacek's at 18th man. So there are the changes there. Looking at the Warriors, Reese Walsh retains his spot in the side after missing last week with COVID-19 protocols. Um, Harris Tavita shifts back to 5'8", 
with youngster Ronald Volkman sidelined with a virus. Um, Edward Cossey, he, I believe, is in there as well. Sorry, my app's just gone all funny on me. Yeah, he's on the wing. Yeah, yeah, sorry, there he is. Um, But yeah, other than that, not many other big changes. Obviously, Tohu Harris starts at front row and Jastavanga is at lock, which is a bit hair gown. All right, Nick, over to you, mate, with Isaiah Papali'i. What's going on? Back to his best on the edge. Um, I'm I'm probably going to bring him in this week. I, I said last week I might wait a couple of weeks, but I think I've got to get him this week. He's versing the Warriors, so could be a big score coming again for him. You're going to do a cowl and chuck the captaincy on him, hey? Possibly. Possibly. Um, yeah. All righty. Will Penicini, is it time for a trade cowl? This is quite easy, mate. Uh, he is a sell. He has made your money. He's going backwards in price now, so it's time to upgrade and move on to a more consistent centre. The options, as we have already spoken about, is uh, Burton, Aitken, Manu, potentially Ramian, and if you have Taylor May or even Isaac Tungo, you might maybe you might be able to afford to hold on to one of them uh, in that last centre spot. But he is a definite sell. Move him on now. Uh, is uh, Ryan Madison also a trade cow? Look, this one's interesting. Um, if I had him, I'd probably would like to hold him. But the problem is that you just have to be wary about that ongoing injury uh, that's being monitored each week, it appears, at this point of time. Um, I wouldn't be buying him. I'm pretty sure, Nick, you're probably in the same uh, vote here. I, I wouldn't be buying him. Um, I just want to see how he goes when he comes back from his injury before picking him up in my team. You agree there, Nick? Yeah, I agree. I'm not planning on bringing him in for the rest of the year, probably. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's too expensive at the moment. And I can't afford him. Mitchell Moses. Nicholas. Yes. I should not have sold this Michelle Moses back in round 10 or wherever I sold him. Um, yeah, he will get you a 70 and an 80, and then he'll get you a 20 and a 30 and equals <laughs> average of 50. So that's why he is on the flat track bully t-shirt. That's why he's on there. That is true. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. How does the Eels run home? I, I, I thought it's difficult-ish. Uh, let me have a quick look, mate. I know they've, they've the Broncos twice. <laughs> easy, easy wins. <laughs> Probably. Uh, they got Warriors, Broncos, Penrith, Seagulls, Rabbits, Bulldogs, Broncos, Storm. So it's not the easiest. Yeah. So he might struggle. I don't think it's worth bringing Moses in. I don't think it's worth bringing Moses in. You'd rather mm. bring in Cherry Evans and Munster. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah, I'd have to go clear if you don't have him. DCE, Munster, Burton, and Hines are the ones you have to have. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, Tohu Harris, someone that I think you, you've got him, Cal? Yeah, Nick's got him as well. I'm pretty sure. We've all got him. What's the yeah. story there? What do we do? Uh, he Hang moves on. to front row. Well, he got a big score last game. So what's his break even would be okay ish. It's 38. Yeah. So it's not bad. You'd probably, you'd probably keep him for a week and see how he goes. See where I his think name so. is next week. I'd like to hold him. I, Jazz Tavunga, he won't be um, playing big minutes, I don't think, at lock. So you probably see Tohu potentially go back to lock throughout the game. Or it might even just be how they're named at the moment and Tohu might play as, as a lock. But it's pretty much the same role anyway. But hopefully he will stay on there a little bit longer and you'll have the, the likes of uh, Fenor Blake. Um, Tavunga will go off for the rotations with Bontiafoa and uh, Penne on the bench. Yeah, Fenora Blake doesn't interrupt his minutes. Fenora Blake doesn't play many minutes. Yeah. So like Torhu should get 60. 
Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and let's go to Volkman, Nick. Well, I'll start. I was planning on trading Leo Donkey Thompson to Ronald Volkman, <laughs> but Ronald Volkman has now got a mysterious virus on the week. I will not, will like to get Leo Thompson out for the sixth time this year and ruin my plan. <laughs> it's actually probably good for me though, because then he holds his price for next week or the week after when he comes back. Yeah. I still think he's a good cash down option. He's just probably not the best one now this week, but he, he surely he's got that job security. Like he was there in front of um, Harris DeVito. Well, you never know. You never know now he's out. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, he'll be yeah. part of me. Uh, my looping. If that's the case, I haven't looked to see when the Warriors play, but lovely. Anyone else uh, that you'd like to discuss in this game, Nick? Uh, not really. I, I mentioned Josh Curran the other week, but I don't think I'm going to look at him unless it's a last minute. Um, someone I can't get to, I might look at Josh Curran, you know, if you can't get to someone. Because yep. he's, he's going to play 80 on an edge, it looks like, again. Possibly, yeah. So and when he plays 80 on an edge, he's been good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, obviously, they didn't play last week, did they? So no, he only had that. Was it a 50-something the previous week? Yeah. He's got a 50 average this year. Like, it's pretty decent. Mm. And he had he had um, a 31 and then, like, when he got injured against... Was it injured against Storm? 31 and Correct. 40 minutes. He did his knee. So, we got... He, that, that average is including that game. And then the first game he came back, he only played 50 minutes yep. for a 30. And apart from that, he, like, scores over 47. This is lost. Yeah. So, I... I will have a strong look at him, I think, soon. Nice. All right, we're happy to move to the next one. All right, I'll jump in for Riley here. He's uh, going away. So the next one's Roosters and Dragons. Um, The changes for the Roosters are as follows. Uh, Luke Keary, he's still nowhere to be seen, unfortunately, due to his concussion symptoms that he's been having. So Joey Manu remains in the halves with Sam Walker. James Tedesco, uh, Daniel Tupo, Angus Crichton, they've all been named to back up. I think Lindsay Collins as well. Yep, he's there. So they're all been named to back up after Origin. Uh, Radley starts at lock and Tupanua is back to the edge after he played at centre a couple of weeks ago. Um, Paul Momorowski's in. Nick's favourite, Billy Smith's thereabouts too. Uh, and Jared Rear Hargraves, he is into the side as well after he's been out, I think, suspended for a period of time. Uh, look at Lodge there as well. Matt Lodge, he is in the extended reserve, so he might be someone that might force his way into the starting side or at least onto the bench come game day. The uh, log. At, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, looking at the Dragons. Um, Sharon ben Woods Hunt. is back. Hey? Sharon's back. He is. He is. He's back on the bench. Um, Ben Hunt's been named to back up, but I'm sure he'll be monitored throughout the week. Um, I think that's really the only change except for, yeah, Nick's mate Aaron Woods and Jaden Hunt um, remains on the bench as well. So, James Tedesco, mate. um, Yep. I've already got him. It's We've been saying probably if you don't have him at the moment, wait until after the origin period. Do you think it's a good option to bring him in this week or would you be waiting a little bit longer? Uh, I think, see, this is the problem now. I've got about four or five players I could bring in this week, right? And it's just picking who is the best option to bring in this week. 
Um, first game on the Saturday, it'll you know it'll depend on how he goes in Origin. If it's a, if it's if he has like a big game or gets a knock or something, you know, or whatever, he mightn't back up. Or even if he does back up, you know, he's probably not going to get as involved as much. Um, but in saying that, when Tedesco has backed up before, he's he's played pretty well. Mm. I feel like he doesn't usually have quiet games after Origin for some reason. So he is someone. He's he's pretty cheap, isn't he? Really? Well, t- in general terms, as as a Tedesco, seventy-one break even though. Yeah, that's the thing. I could probably hold off. I'll probably just be looking at the break evens as who I'm going to bring. Like Daily Cherry Evans has like only a 49 break even or something. Um, so I might go for him first. Um, yeah, people like that. Harry Grant, I think he's got a higher break even. So I'll just leave him as well. We'll talk about him later. So yeah, I'll probably put Tedesco in the next week or the week after bracket. Yeah, I had him the same. Probably wait a week or potentially two. So that's uh, good there, mate. Um We've both got this bloke, Angus Crichton. You have him, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously we're holding. No no point selling. He's got that high break even. But he's got hold. that jewel and he's probably a good some person just to hold on to. Hold for the time being, yeah. yeah. Um, if something goes wrong or something, yeah, I might. You've always got a few options up your sleeve with the mid. I've got heaps of mids and mid-edge. So I can always just offload one of them to... To a back eventually, and it might be Crichton, it might be Torhu Harris, it might be Max King, it might be Adam Elliott. You never know. Just hold no, for that's now. That's good. Joey Manu, I'll talk about this bloke. Uh, obviously, he's going to be a keeper in the centres for the run home, and I've already mentioned he's a good number, probably seventeen, just to have on your bench. Um, obviously, with that dual cover that he provides, but he's got that break in of forty three, and he's been scoring pretty well. Well, he's only had one game in the halves thus far, I believe, and he scored a sixty seven. So. He gets his uh, hands on the ball, and that's when he does his um, best work. He scores fairly decently, and I think he's probably potentially a good option to pick up this week if you're wanting to get someone um, in your centres and don't want to go straight up to Burton if you don't already have him. But, yeah, the combinations of Aitken, Burton, and Manu, you probably need at least two of them. If not, if you want to have all three, I think it's not a bad option, really. Yeah, uh, Benny Hunt, mate. Um Look, the Dragons have a decent run home. Do you think he's someone at his price tag of 631? Do you think it's worth people considering bringing him in just as a cheaper half if they can't bring in the likes of Cleary, Cherry Evans, and those type of players? (laughs) It's interesting. Um, I personally, if you're going to go Ben Hunt, I'd personally just go Mitch Moses because Eels are a better team. This Dragons team is terrible. I don't know how they're eighth. Really? Are they still eighth? I think they are. I think so. Or they might have just dropped out. I don't know how they're eighth. Seriously. Um, ben, the team around Ben Hunt is pretty terrible. Like Cody Ramsey's come along a bit. Lomax and Surly are sort of playing better than they started off the season. But they're for, like their forward pack, I just look at it and there's, there's nothing there. Like, I don't know. I feel like like both these teams, like if I'm comparing Parramatta and Dragons, both of them are going to be obviously pushing for finals. I just think Parramatta have the potential to be better. Therefore, Mitch Moses has a potential to score better, even though Ben Hunt will be the focal point of this team and kick all the time and stuff. I just think, I just think, yeah, fantasy wise, if you're going Hunt, you might as well just go Moses. 
in my opinion. That's fair enough. And this bloke, I didn't really want to put him on our, our little list here, but Jack Bird. <laughs> he got another 60. What's doing? Seriously. Like, this I told is what you, I'm mate, a, 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 a bird, bird watching season. Yeah, bird watching season. I tell you what, he's a risky option. I wouldn't be buying him with that in mind, but Nick, you've, you've spoken about him the past couple of potties and I've just said, no, what are you doing? Do you think people should consider? I don't know. He's a bit of a confidence player, old birdie. So he didn't score again last week and got a 60. What's going I on? I know. What is doing there? That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. See, the, week, the week before, everyone was saying, oh, you know, he got like 42 tackles and that's nine more than he's had before. Oh, sorry, seven more than he's had. Yeah. And then on the weekend, it's back down to 33. But see, he got, you know, a few more tackle breaks and all that type of stuff and an offload. Like he's been getting offloads every week. Um, with their run, as you said, it's not that bad, but they have Roosters, e- uh, Sea Eagles and Cowboys next three weeks and then Sharks. So their next month's pretty tough. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother. I don't know, unless you're needing a needing an edge center cover on your bench or something at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be going near him. I just think it's way too risky at this point of the season. If you're going him, you might as well jump up to Jesse Ramian, I think. Yeah, exactly. Ramian's not far away. You may as well go him. He'll be probably a little bit more consistent and he's got more uh, attacking opportunities, I think, at a stronger team. Anyone else you really want to discuss from that game, mate? Are you happy to move on? Uh, not really. Just Billy Smith, do something. Thank you. <laughs> Make me some money. I'll say it again. Put the captaincy on him. <laughs> Great Monday. option. One day. I'll have to play him this week, it looks like. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Nathan's That's out. That's not good. And pain ass. Yeah, wow. Well, not ideal. Uh, all right. Well, we'll move to the Seagulls uh, versus Newcastle. So looking at Manly, Ruben Garrick, he has been named at fullback despite that little hip injury that he picked up against the Storm a couple of rounds ago. Um, DCE's been named to back up. Sean Kepi's still in the starting side, but just keep an eye on the extended reserves with Josh Alloyer named there, and he might come into the team. If that's the case, I would assume Sean Kepi drops to the bench and the likes of Taniela Paseca might drop out of the side. Uh, looking at the Knights, Pong has been named to back up from Origin, which means Tex Hoy is out of the team. Big Edric Lee, the big star down there at the moment, He's been scoring well. Uh, he's on the wing. Gagai's been named to back up as well. They're still running with the halves combination of Milford and Clune. Jaden Braley starts at nine after returning last week from the bench. And looking at that, uh, Chris Randall is no longer in the side at all. He's in the extended reserves. Uh, and Brody Jones makes his way back from the interchange from his little injury that he picked up before everyone sold him earlier in the season. So mm. looking at Manly first, mate, Yeah, this bloke I am very interested in, and I've already mentioned my trade strategy to bring him in, Daily Cherry Evans. Uh, my opinion is that he is a buy this week and going forward. Would you argue against me? Not really, no. They're versing the Knights who are absolutely trash. Yeah, and I, I really do like the um, the Warriors. The Seagulls run home. I think that they've got probably one of the easiest run homes uh, for the end of the season. And Cherry Evans will most likely be one of their main stars and score well every week, I think. Yeah, well, they're coming... They're in the top eight. Yeah. Um, so they'll obviously want to push and to make sure that 
in that eight because the Roosters and the Raiders, I don't know about the Raiders if they'll make it. They sort of had an unlucky loss the other week, but the Roosters and Raiders are going to try and push into that eight there. So the teams that could fall out are like Souths, Dragons, possibly Manly and possibly Broncos, depending how they go. Yeah. So he's going to need to play, you know, well. I think Foran's playing well this year, which is allowing Cherry Evans to score a lot of points. He's only got a 49 break even. So you would like to jump on as soon as possible. His lowest score this year is 45 against the Storm. Usually gets above 50 plus. Um, so he's a no-brain option. Just depending how he, how Origin goes will depend if I get him this week or not, probably. Yeah. And something to add there as well while you're talking about him versus the Storm. He got that 70 um, last time, the, well, the last round that he played. He goal kicked, I'm pretty sure, in a couple of them. So if Garrick still has a little bit of a problem with his hip, which I don't think he does, but if he, if something does happen to Garrick, then Cherry Evans is the next one in line to kick for them. And he's yeah. a pretty handy goal kicker as well. So could be easy points if that's the case. Yeah, just so just want to keep in mind. Just note last last time he didn't back up because he had that quad, didn't he? So we'll just have to yeah. if anything happens, he probably won't back up. So we're just gonna be careful. Yeah, well, no, touch wood that all of the origin players get through because I'm bringing in a few of them. Um mate, Hamale Olakawatu now, Riles, he's still not with us. Um, but Riley has Olakawatu. Um He's been scoring decently his past three. He's had 89, 53, and 61. He plays on the right side, which is Cherry Evans' side for Manly. Yep. Um, and they have that great combination, as we have spoken about previously on the potty. Um, do you think he's potentially a good pickup this week and with Manly's run home? Oh. Or would you prefer middle edge? I would like it if he can get middle edge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Olakawatu, he's, he's going well, and I think they're going to go to him a lot. Cherry Evans and him, rather than Foran and Davey. I mean, nothing yep. against Davey, but Olakawatu is going to break tackles. Davey's yes. not. His recent form has been pretty decent. Um, he scored two, you know, three tries the last four games, so he's in a bit of form, uh, and his price is on the rise. Yep. So... Seven six seven, those quite expensive. You're buying him on the quite expensive side, even though he will go up in price. Yeah, um, yeah, because he's got a last three average of sixty seven point seven. But I don't hate it to be honest. I don't hate it. It's not the worst idea. He's got that attacking um, stat. Well, he has the attacking stats in his game. The only concern though is he doesn't normally play eighty, or well, he hasn't been previously. Um, if they change their bench up and they have more mids on the bench, then he might have to. Mm. Uh, but he's been coming off, which is a little bit of a concern because if he, if he could play 80, I'd probably would be selecting him in my team, especially with the run home. I have been considering him regardless if he didn't play 80, but there's some other edge uh, forwards out there that might play 80 and they're similar price that might score um, potentially the same to Olakawatu in the run home. So they might be better options, but he's a yeah. good, he's a good player. Like IPAPS is cheap at the same price as him. If I yeah. have IPAPS. So, but see, you have IPAPS. So um, yes, I think he, yeah, he, he's had a week off now as well, which would be good for him because he's played every, you know, pretty much nearly every game straight except for round eight and nine. Um, so a week off will do him well on that buy, you'd think. Yeah, I agree. 
Ruben Garrick, mate. Now, you didn't have him as part of your top five. I'll mention again in last week's segment, <laughs> Nick's picks. Um, he's got that break even at 66. I'll just quickly um, talk about this bloke. You can jump in as well. He got that 25 against Melbourne. Um, at this point of time, I'd be holding if I owned him. And if you're looking at picking him up, I'd probably just wait and see how he goes with that little hip injury that he did get um, last game. Uh, but if yeah, if, if you're keen on him and he does come back and he scores okay and with Manly's run home, uh, he could be someone to pick up potentially in a couple of weeks or when his break-even's lower. Um, definitely a hold if you have him and definitely wait if you don't because his price is going to come down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's 10K less than Tedesco. See, if I was buying someone this week, I'd obviously go Tedesco because um, I don't have him. And I just feel more safe with Tedesco than Garrick at the moment. Mike, you might be able to get Garrick for 50, 60K cheaper in a couple of weeks. I'm hoping. <laughs> he might be part of my plans. I'm not entirely sure yet, but yeah, wait and see. Uh, now, this bloke, mate, a few people picked him up last week for around 17. Obviously, the Knights played. I would say his owners are slightly annoyed, and that's probably an understatement, <laughs> the way that he's been getting uh, simbined and sent off over the past couple of rounds. David Clemmer. Now, my opinion is that you should still hold him, but personally, I wouldn't be buying him. The big Clem he, dog. He's been a little bit of a hothead, you could say, the past couple of weeks, and that's why he's been um, getting shown at the door by the referees. So, yeah, I, I'm i not overly interested, especially now that round 17's done, but he's been scoring decent. Um, well, my thoughts are, obviously he scored last week, which bumps yep. his score up. Um, the sin bin day probably negates that anyway, you could just say. Let's say it negates it. So, or send off whatever he got. He got sent off, didn't he? Not he did, sent- yeah. So he lost off. 12 points in that play just there. Yeah, so the try and that sort of negate itself. Yeah. 61 and 66 minutes. Looks great. Problem is their bench this week is four forwards. Correct. Whereas last week they had, you know, Randall and then Braley on the bench. So I see him playing less than 66 minutes. I see him going back to high 50s. When he plays high 50s, he's more likely to get a 50 score. Yeah. So probably not Which a buy just, this week. It's nothing hold. wrong with. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But hold him if you have him, but I wouldn't buy him this week. Another bloke, well, I, I suppose we can put these uh, two in the next same category. I don't think that they're buys. Um, one of them I would still be holding, and that's Mitch Barnett. But the other bloke, I would probably say um, I wouldn't mind selling him if you did pick him up, Tyson Frizzell, which I was a little bit more keen to jump on um, compared to Mitch Barnett for the round 17 um, by round uh, however obviously he didn't score the greatest result he got 42 so I think he could be sold Barnett scored 74 and that was obviously heavily influenced with that try that he scored um, so if, if you have him I'd be holding uh, but Frizzell I'd be selling do you agree? Uh, yeah I agree Definitely with holding Barnett buying. obviously yeah. um, I could, you could even make an argument to buy Barnett but I'm not going to go there. No, I'm not either. Frizzell, yeah, I just, I don't know. He seems to be getting worse every week. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Um, and yeah, I just, the only way I can see him scoring well is when the, the Knights are playing well. 
And at the moment, they're just not playing well enough. When when Knights are playing well, he's like a, he's like a gun like the gun edge. He's like the best. But like when like his halves aren't giving him any opportunities to break, you know, through the line with good play and good shape, as they call it, but a shape. When he hasn't, when those halves aren't doing that, there's no ponger there and stuff. He just doesn't seem to score well. So I don't know. I'd probably move him on, cut your losses now, but. Yeah, definitely don't buy him, but he, he could drop price. And if Ponga, you know, comes back and they're playing all right, he might he might bump up his scores again. But yeah, I'd stay away. Stay away. I'm staying away from both of them. Same. Anyone else rather than Leo Thompson to discuss, mate? <laughs> I'm just trading Leo Thompson for. I don't care who this week. It's pretty just much got it. to that point. It's get pretty much it. just got to that point. Yeah. I'm just trading him for anyone. <laughs> You have to. Uh, no, Josh Schuster. Let's play ten minutes again, and then will he get a start eventually? <laughs> he'll be he will a next year. He'll, he'll be, be a two hundred and fifty k edge. Yeah, he'll be someone to uh, keep in mind for the next season when he's in the halves. So, but no, nah, he's he's no no good this year, unfortunately, with that role that he's in. Unless one All of good. their edges get injured. Yes, exactly. All good to move on to the next game. Yep. All right, so the Titans-Broncos, mate, at Seabus Super. Looking at the Titans team list, um, we've made a few changes. So Sefa Fafita starts on the wing. Um, looking at the other changes, Aaron Booth starts at hooker. Tanner Boyd starts at 5'8". Uh, David Fafita is starting on the edge, which is very interesting, considering Juicy. the defense that they have. Hey? Juicy. Juicy, yeah. Looking at the bench, uh, Aaron Clark, Jamin Joloff, Herman SASA, and Paul Turner are amongst the bench players selected. So it looks like Fafida might be potentially in an 80-minute role. That is quite interesting. Um, moving to the Broncos, it's a bit up and down this team list, to be honest with you. Uh, Tessie New, he's still at fullback. Deloise Huita still remains on the wing, um, but might drop out on game day with Corey Oates named amongst the extended reserves in jersey number 23. Uh, Ezra Mam still is named in the halves with Adam Reynolds. Keenan Palacia starts with Ryan James at front row. Zach Hosking still remains on the edge. Um, and Kobe Hetherington is still at lock. However, like I said about Corey Oates, the other bloke that you should be watching is Pat Carrigan. He's been named at the number 24 jersey on the extended reserve, so he might come in game day as well. Looking at the bench, Jake Turpin, he starts, well, sorry, he starts. He's in number 14. Kennedy's at 15. Uh, Tom Flegler, he's backing up from Origin. Uh, Judy's, and he's at 16. Gamble, 17. It's an interesting team list there. All right, let's start mm -hmm. with the, the juicy news with Dave Fafita starting on the edge. Hello. This is very interesting. It might actually change a couple of my... Uh, trades this week, just to wait and see how he goes. But he's at 661K, break even of 74. And the only really information that we have to go off is that he scored 39 on return in the 55 minutes that he played uh, the previous round. So, Nick, mm. do you think he's a wait and see, just to see how he scores and what role he plays? Or... Yeah, I think he's, he's a wait and see, but uh, it's against the Broncos, so he's going to try and put in a real big game, yeah. he's telling you. 
he got 51 and 48 minutes last time with the try. Mm. And if he plays all 80, he could get 80, I reckon. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's going to be running at, he's on the left side, isn't he? So he's going to be running at Reynolds, which is, looked like a bit of a weak spot last week in our defense because Staggs was just coming up, I don't know, and then um, Jordan Ricky was clocking off in and off last week. He was like on and off, I don't know. So obviously I would obviously wait. The, yep. the best play would be to wait and see um, just to make sure he's fully back from this injury. Um, yeah. And then he could probably be a buy. He'll be at the same price. If he has a big game, he's still be at the same price next week. It's interesting as well, because I've just looked at their run home and I thought they had a, a decent run home. They've got the Broncos, obviously this week, then they've got Bulldogs Raiders. And then this is probably their only two difficult games in Storm Seagulls. Then they've got Dragons, Knights, Warriors. Oh, my. Yeah. He could score a lot, especially those last three. He's definitely, the, he's definitely probably one of the best scoring edges if he's playing 80. Yeah. He's at his best. So, yeah. The concern is, though, obviously Titans aren't as good as what they were last year. And the team just hasn't been gelling together. So, he might not get the ball um, as much like he was early in the early in the year. He wasn't getting it, so it might they be got, similar. Um, they got Tanner Boyd. Apparently, has a good relationship with Tanner Boyd in the halves. And Toby Sexton's been playing a while now, so I feel like I feel like hopefully they have a good connection. I think Boyd and Fafita play together at school level or something. Yeah, most likely. I don't know why Tanner Boyd really wasn't named there instead of Paul Turner. Like nothing against Paul Turner. Um, but Tanner Boyd's been in the system for a while and yeah. he's been, you know, high wraps on him as a junior coming through the ranks. So it's, a, I think it's a good move and one that probably um, has to be made if Holbrook wants to probably keep his job for the mm. remainder of the season. And but then the see, they got Jane Campbell back in what a few weeks' time, isn't he? He is, so. yeah. So interesting. Anyway, that will definitely help with the attacking. It just a few crosses against Fafita there to buy him this week, I think. Yeah. All the unknowns in the Titans team. Yeah. Uh, Tino for Asumala Aoi, um, backing up from Origin. Look, if you have him, I think he is probably potentially a sell this week, uh, just as someone that's going to be a little bit more consistent. I don't think he'll keep up his scoring. Like he only got a 33 in the last game. Um, and I just think that you need someone that's more. Um, as I said, consistent and is known for scoring uh, those points each week instead of hoping that Tino does the job. Uh, Payne Haas, mate. Now mm. I moved him on. He's still not in the side. You've held on to him. Yeah. Are you just going to keep holding on? Because I, yeah. Well, I knew if he was playing, like say he wasn't injured. Yep. I knew he was going to be out last week in the bye period and possibly could be rested this week. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, no. It would have been a nice little bonus if he came back this week, but he hasn't. They, everyone's, everything's saying he'll be back next week probably, so no harm in just keeping him, I reckon, at the moment. Um, last, yeah. You know, it's last origin. I have, I have everyone playing except him and obviously Cleary and Stephen Crichton being rested. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, 
Um, not a big issue if I have everyone else playing. So yeah, yeah. If you've held this long, may as well hold. Um, I'm, I'm going to want him at the end of the season. I, sh- I just thought it'd be a good hold trade and might be able to get someone else a bit of a pod with a trade up my sleeve. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Ezra Man, mate. Um, I'll quickly just say this before um, I throw it over to you, but I think with his break even at 31 now. Yeah, he scored 40 last week, but that included a try. And he was only on, I think it was six at halftime. And he didn't look like he was going to like get involved at all. Reynolds was just doing everything when we expected that. Um, but for me this week, and I may change my mind, but at this point of time, I think he's potentially someone that you can either downgrade or upgrade and you can probably just move him on. This week, if you don't do it this week, I think next week, because he's not going to be someone that you want to have in your team for the long run, really. Yeah, I agree. I think it's totally fine to move him on this week, really, if you want to. Mm. Um, just note, yeah, he, he makes a lot of tackles for a half, which is good. Um, and I think on the weekend, from what I saw, obviously Reynolds is going to do a lot of kicking. Um, yeah. You don't put a lot of pressure on him. And I think that um, the attack of the other team are going to try and run at Reynolds more than Mam because Mam sort of shown he can probably tackle a little bit better. So I feel like he's safe for like 20 to 25 points. But then after that, it depends. He is really quick though, and he's got good ball skills. So he's got attacking chances there, I think. Um, but yeah, he's a rookie. So he's going to have some up and down games. So obviously yeah. you'd be looking to move him on. Yeah, it's totally fine this week. You want to wait? I'll be waiting a week or two, probably. Yeah, he's a talented player, so you know I'm not going to say that he's crap, and that's why I'm getting rid of him. I just think he's done a job, made me some money, and I have the opportunity this week to upgrade to some guns, and that might actually mean that my team might be complete, depending on how other people perform that I've brought in. Um, now, Pat Carrigan, I have him. Um, I'm hoping he backs up this week. If he doesn't, though, uh, someone that I've been considering as a cash down option, Keenan Palacia, is in the side. Now, he's got that middle and edge. Um, he scored a 50 last week, started. And he's only at 269. So I think he might be a decent cash down option. And like, yeah, he doesn't score well when he's on the bench, but you know that he's probably going to be in that Broncos side regardless for the run home. So if you do need to call upon him for some points, he's someone that you can. I think you, you can say he's a reliable cash down option, even though he doesn't start. Yeah, well, he's obviously in front of Reese Kennedy, isn't he? If Reese Kennedy's on the bench and King and Palacios yep. are starting props, so yep. he'll be um, he'll probably be on the bench. Um, I was going to get Volkman as my downgrade this week, but I might have to go Palacia. It seems like the yeah. obvious option, and he'll make he'll make a bit of coin, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and the like, obviously, we'll talk about the other bloke who's a um, decent cash in option if you don't go Palacia. But Palacia's just got that middle and edge, which might uh, give the upper hand, and he's just slightly cheaper. Uh, but the other bloke might potentially have uh, more minutes involved for the Tigers. And if Nick, if you don't want to talk about anyone else in that game, we can move on to the Tigers and Penrith. Yeah, I think we've covered everyone in this one. Yeah. I'll just briefly mention it's nice to see Kobe Hetherington score well, considering all the owners that brought him in. And I know Nick feels this pain that he didn't do that earlier in the season. Don't get me started on that shit. I know. 
it's horrendous. I, I feel so sorry for everyone that brought him in. And he does that on the weekend, like, seriously. Oh, my God. He literally scored, like, 30s for five weeks in a row and then comes out. No one has him. He's scored 60. I know. <laughs> oh, not good. Anyway, let's move on to the Tigers and Penrith game. Now, we'll quickly go through the Tigers because there's a lot to talk about in the Panthers side. Uh, the main changes, really, Roberts is back in at centre, and that is simply for the fact that Adam Dewey moves into the halves uh, alongside Luke Brooks, and Adam Dewey's playing 5-8. With that move, Jackson Hastings, which I, I don't mind this. I was a little bit worried about it last week uh, because I did decide to bring in uh, Joe Offerhengawi, big Joe O. Uh, Jackson Hastings moved to lock, um, and as I said, Joe O, as a result, he's now moved into the front row rotation system, which is brilliant. Um, Cheapy Fa'amanu Brown, sorry, he is still at hooker. Um, Justin Matamua, he is still on the edge uh, with Luke Garner going back to the bench. So looking at the bench, um, Fa'anu Pole, uh, he is there with James Tarmau. Um, and Jake Simkin as well with Luke Garner, as I mentioned. Looking at the Panthers side, now they've rested all of their origin stars, which is absolutely brilliant. I love this move. Thank you very much, Ivan Cleary. (laughs) (sighs) Charlie Staines is in the side. That's brilliant. So is Robert Jennings. Kurt Falls, um, obviously he played pretty good in his debut game early in the year, so nice to see him given another opportunity. Um, Sean O'Sullivan... I believe recently signed with the Dolphins for next season. Um, he is starting at number seven. Mitch Kenny is at um, at hooker. Uh, Eisenhuth is at lock. Chris Smith on the edge. Sonne Luke um, is on the interchange. Um, and I believe that's pretty much the only change looking at the interchange with the bench. Uh, Len Yu's there as well, but he's always thereabouts. So yeah, some interesting changes um joe offerhand gowie mate mm-hmm. i mentioned i bought him in um i'm not impressed that his roles changed i thought it might happen just because the tigers haven't been playing the greatest football and hastings is a solid defender so he could play in the middle um so offhand gowie as i said moved to the front row in saying that oh, i don't think he's a buy anymore I think it was only a pickup last week anyway because he was around 17 number. But he's you'd, you'd say he's still worth holding this week, wouldn't you? He's not a person that you just bring in for one week and then sell just because there's a slight little change. No, yeah, I'd keep him. Um, see how he goes in the front row there. Musgrove doesn't play many minutes. Um, not sure how many minutes Hastings is going to play. Mm. I feel like Hastings will need a rest. He's got to have to take a rest. So Joe O might go to lock when Hastings goes for a rest. And then the two front rowers come on. I think so, because like the coaching staff at the Tigers have come out and said that he's been their enforcer pretty much. That's his role. And he's been he's probably been their best forward, I think you can say, comfortably this season, really. He puts in the work week in and week out. So hopefully... Um, they'll stay loyal to him and give him those minutes and he'll 
fingers crossed, keep scoring above 50. Um, if not, though, he might be someone to move out in a couple of weeks. His break even still in the mid 40s, so it's really nothing to worry about. Um, now, the other option instead of Palacia that we were mentioning, mate, um, in the previous game, uh, this bloke, Pole, he's been playing decent minutes. Obviously, um, he's been from coming from the bench a little bit as well. I think he might have started last week, did he, with James Tarmow out? Um, but he's got that negative three break even at 286. Just a mid, though. He not, doesn't have that mid edge. So do you think he's a good cash down option? Yeah, he's, a, he's probably a good option, but I can't buy anyone from the Tigers. Like The team changes so much. So James yeah. Tarmo back on the bench from his injury, you'd think he'd play a decent amount of minutes, James Tarmo, as the captain. You might even see him probably advance into the starting side um, yeah. with Musgrove dropping out. Um, and then obviously you've got the unknown of Stefano. Correct. Not even in a team. And I thought he played all right last week, so there you go. And we don't have any information about that and why he's out. So, yeah, I just... It's interesting. It's not a bad option, but for me, I'm not going to go there just because he couldn't find himself out of the team in a couple of weeks for some reason, you know? like Yeah. Um, at least Palacia probably plays nearly every week. Well, he has played every week this year. So I'm actually surprised at that. Apparently, he's played every game. So, yeah. If you're looking at someone to make money, though, you'd probably go pole, eh? Yeah, I think so. But if you're looking for someone to play for play when you need or something or just be a, a, a fill-in, um, Palacia is probably the guy. Yeah, I think they're both decent options. It completely um, is up to you if you need someone to make money or if you just need that cash down. But they're both good options this week. Obviously, Nathan Cleary, we're holding him. There's no point selling. If you don't have him, get him in ASAP. Obviously, when he has that green dot next to his name. Uh, Taylor May and Isaac Tungo, mate. I think that they're both potentially holds this week simply for the fact that they're coming up against the Tigers. Yes, the Panthers aren't at full strength, but you would still, um, you'd still think that they'd have a, a decent game and they'd probably uh, win and quite probably win quite comfortably. Uh, so I would suggest if you own them just to hold, um, Isaiah Yo as well, probably a decent hold there. He's you know going to be part of the top mids come the end of the season. Yeah, that's all. Annoying that none of these players. Oh, I thought Stephen Crichton might back up. He's only playing. Yeah, well, he won't be doing much in Origin, so <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, it's going to be interesting decision making for me who I'm going to trade out. Mm. I don't want to trade him out because he he's some he's like a backup kicker. He's a backup fullback. Um, he does yeah. He scores quite a bit down that side with Nathan. So that's true. I want to keep him if I can. No, that's fair. I don't think there's anyone that we really need to discuss as we move forward to the next game. Yeah, let's go. Let's get to these last games. Here. Yeah. All right. So looking at the Storm v Raiders, uh, team changes. Pappenhausen's at fullback. Uh, Meany drops to the edge with Munster named in the halves with Jerome Hughes. Harry Grant's been named to back up. Nelson Asofa Solomona, he starts at front row. Um, Felice Cafusi's back. Uh, Josh King is at lock. 
looking at the bench as well, Wishart's there, Kamikamika, McDonald, and Grant. Looking at the Raiders, now Xavier Savage, he's there, and you'd assume that he'd have that position locked in. We're seeing K moving to the Warriors next season. Um, other than that, I don't really see many changes. Obviously, Ryan Sutton uh, starts at lock, but that was a late change uh, before they versed the Dragons a couple of rounds ago, and Adam Elliott moves back to the bench. Uh, James Schiller, interesting option. I believe he's coming back from injury. He's been named on the bench as well. So we'll move into the players, mate. Um, Karen Munster. Now, he's only, one K, he's, only, he's only 1K cheaper than DCE. It's Nelly. Buy him or DCE this week? Um, DCE because Monster has a 74 break even. Yeah. And he has a shoulder injury that we don't know how he's going to pull up from. And he's got COVID. Correct. It's pretty so simple there. Pretty simple. If But if you already have Cherry, say you already have Cherry. Yep. And you're looking for, you're looking for your third half maybe. Because yep. you're playing Hines and your wing fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Would you bring in Munster this week? I would say no. I, I would say no wait. too. Very good. We agree. Yep. Simple as that. And I think we'll probably agree about this bloke as well. Ryan Pappenhausen. Now, a lot of people brought him in. Avoid. Last round. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him in simply for the fact that he was around 17 number. Um, and he's probably a, an out-and-out gun to have in your wing of fullbacks for the run home. Now, he only scored 28. Um, he's got that break-in of 75 this week. He's going to drop in price. I think we can both agree, wait for the money to fall. And then if he does perform with the Melbourne Storm players coming back into the side, uh, which I assume that he would, then you probably look to pick him up. Yeah. They've got, obviously, Hughes is still there, Pappenhausen and Munster there and Grant. Um, Yeah, I think that he will score well. Um, Not sure about this week. You got to remember, like last week he was limping and then he had that finger thing. So I don't know. What was yeah, that on? finger thing, that, that's a bit... I'm like, what is doing? <laughs> yeah, he's, he was limping around like Tom Travojevic a few years ago when we thought he was a good buy and he wasn't. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just wait. Yeah. I think he's still a good option, but just wait. Uh, Harry Grant, mate, now you've been looking at targeting uh, him for a while. Origin's done. Mm. When are you going to buy him? Or are you just not going to jump on board? I might have to jump on board. I might just have to let Cook go through the keeper and... Uh... Hopefully, uh, hopefully, unfortunately, Cook score too well. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately when I could have started with Cook yeah, this season instead of Reed Marnie, <laughs> it's a dumb mistake that was. One of your finest moments. Mate. One of I many love that from you. One of many. We should do a season recap of all my silly trades I made or silly. Oh, decisions. don't worry. I'll go through. I'll go through the potties, mate, and I'll just bring up the stupid mistakes that we've all made. Yeah, but mate, I've got like four top. times more than you. Hundred <laughs> percent. Reed Marnie. It's the reason Edmonton, where I'm ranked. Leo Thompson, Billy Smith. Well, you had Billy Smith. Yeah, I had him. Yeah. What a great. Yeah, that's great four selection. to one. So you had Billy Smith, and I had an additional three terrible decisions on top of that. Um. Anyway, Harry Grant's got a high break even, and he. I expect him to back up because he's not playing a full game of Origin, and this is a Sunday game. Yeah. So, but. He might get a little rest if Wishart's on the bench there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wait. Yeah, what's his break even there? 65. Yeah, it's not too bad. He might yeah. he might get above that, but not too far above that. So yeah. it's fine. Totally fine to wait. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, moving on to the Raiders, mate. Uh, Tarpany, now he's at 835K. He's very expensive. Uh, he's got that break even. It's still fairly low at 46, considering his past three scores have been 94, 58, and 74. He's got that average pretty much at 55 now. Um, he's decent. He's a pot option. But as I said, he is very expensive. And Cameron Murray, for instance, he's cheaper. And he's probably going to be more consistent for you. Um, and I just think that you could probably go Cam Murray instead of him just because I think he's more of a premium mid to own for the run home. Yeah, I agree with that. So I already have Murray. Um, so Tarpany's interesting option. I just I just don't like Raiders players either because Ricky Stewart stuffed the team sheet around. Even though he hasn't stuffed it around for Tarpany this year. Weren't, weren't they blowing up last year? Wasn't his girlfriend blowing up last year on, on Instagram about his minutes? Yeah, I think she was. And some some weeks I don't think he was selected or something. And she's like, what's doing, Ricky? I'm, he's playing really good football, so Ricky Stewart shouldn't do that. But, you know, you, you never know. I yeah. think he's too highly priced there to worry about. You got Payne Haas, who can score 60s, who will be at like 650K. Correct. <laughs> so, interesting. yeah, I'll just wait for that. Yeah. We'll get my uh, Speaking of Ricky Stewart destroying the team list for all fantasy coaches because he must hate the app and he wants us to all delete it. Um, Adam Elliott, he's back on the bench. Look, he still got decent minutes though when he played against the Dragons coming from the bench and he got 61. So I don't think it's anything to worry about if you have him, hold him. But the fact that he's on the bench now, there's been a few people that missed out buying him early in the year. I probably wouldn't be purchasing him at the moment, even though he's got that low break even of 28. Agreed. Very good. Uh, now, and Xavier Savage, I, as I mentioned, he's got that good job security by looks of it with CNK moving to New Zealand. Uh, and if you have him hold because he's got that low break even of 11. Simple as that. Happy to move on? Last game of the round? Yeah, pretty happy. Radio. Let's move on to the Bulldogs versus the Rabbitohs. This will be an interesting game on Sunday evening. Uh, looking at the Bulldogs first, don't really see too many changes here, mate. Um, Pango Jr., he's been named, surprisingly. Uh, Max King starts at front row still. Other than that, Raymond Fartola Mariner, he's on the bench. That's pretty much about it, I think. Uh, looking at the Rabbits, they don't really have a lot of changes either. Uh, Lachlan Ilias has been named to play, despite um, I think he had a he- another head knock last week or something uh, that ruled him out early. So he might potentially miss this game, but we'll just have to wait and see if that's the case. You'd assume Nick Arima would come in and Blake Taft would go on to the interchange for him. Uh, Cook's been named. Murray's been named. Arrow's been named. They've been, you know, all named to back up. So that's good. Um, Yeah. Jeb Cartwright, he's on the bench as well. That's pretty much about it, I think. Um, now, Matt Burton, buying him now. We're just going to wait for him to hopefully his break even at 75 means that he uh, loses a bit of money and then you'll pick him up a little bit later. Yeah, another person I'd put in the next few weeks category. <laughs> yeah. I've got a few of them, don't I? I might only have to make two trades this week and then try and do a fourer next week or the week after. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I think to. you should wait as well, really. Yeah. Well, I've got, yeah, definitely waiting, you know, Burton. Munster, Grant, there's three right there. I want to wait. Yeah. So 
but yeah, I do want them. No, that's fair. Uh, Max King. Now, I moved him on last week for Joe O. Um, it's a bit of interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> quite interesting. I don't know if I should have, but I just thought with the uh, my overall rank as high as it was, I just wanted an extra number. And I thought, Max King, look, I don't see him. He's about 50-50 with my uh, end plans at this point in time. So I sold him. Would you be saying sell or hold this week, mate? He's got that break even of 44. I'm, sa- I'm saying hold this week. Reason why, I'm just looking at their bench and yep. I don't see a lot of middle minutes there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Tavita Van Gogh Jr. cannot play more than 15 minutes in a row. Yep. That's true. So I just, yeah. Outstanding. I feel like... I love that move now yeah. from me from last week. Yeah. Josh Jackson's going to have to play a bit of middle as well. I feel like Josh Jackson's going to go to, what, 13 when Tavita Van Gogh goes off and they're going to bring Fatala Marano or Stimson onto the edge? Possibly, yeah. Anyway, Max King probably gets a lot of minutes. Yeah. What, what happens, though, if you have Max King and he's the only one that you can upgrade to someone else? Say that you've, you're looking at bringing in the likes of Murray this week and the only way that you mm. think you can do it is Max King. Would you still make that trade? Probably, but if you sh- if you showed me a team list, I'd probably get you another player other than Max King. Yeah. I'd go I'd go Torhu Harris before Max King. That's I'd fair. Go... Yeah, I don't know. I have to see the team, but yep. yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner, simple hold, but probably not a pickup at this point of time. I was considering picking him up. You were a few weeks ago, a few weeks yeah. ago now. And okay. I, I'm like, thank God I didn't because he's, yeah, he didn't lock he hasn't down really got anywhere. starting spot. Nah, hasn't. No. Um, Cameron Murray. Um, I'm probably looking at picking him up as well this week, potentially, uh, alongside DCE. I think he's probably someone to get on board now with. I know you picked him up already. Yeah. Yep. I don't really know why I picked him up before Origin, but I just was, you know, playing head-to-head. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about overall. Um, yeah. Bunnies bunnies need to make the... Um, bunnies need to make the eight. So um, I feel like Souths um, are going to be playing Murray and he's going to play a lot of minutes. So, um, yeah. I brought him in. He's at his cheap, uh, sort of like his bottom now. I think he's got like breaking him at 62. Um yeah, so that's that's usually where he's around going to score, I think. So you're not going to get him much cheaper. Um, obviously, keep looking at the team list to see um, if he get, if he pulls out late. But Cameron Murray is a really good option. Um, another one as well with Cook. Um, he's really expensive at 925 now. With you know his last two scores of seventy four and eighty five, so um, it's difficult to bring him in now. Um, you're probably going to be looking at some of these other options that we've mentioned. If you've already got a hooker, you've probably already got Reese Robson or Harry Grant. So just run with them for a few weeks, and then hopefully Cook might come down in price or something. You might might get a bit of a rest. In this game, if uh, if the rabbits are beating the bulldogs, um, to freshen him up for the finals run, and then you can pick him up. Then um, another player we probably need to look at is Latrell Mitchell. 
he stayed at the same price, I think, last week, 557K and a break-even of 37. Um, he hasn't actually scored less than 37 this year when he's played the whole game, so not a bad option. Callum, what do you think of Latrell? Yeah, look, um, I don't mind him as a pickup this week, to be honest with you. Um, you can still wait a little bit longer if you wanted to, just to see how he goes, uh, just to make sure that his um, scoring credentials are still good. Uh, look, the other thing to consider is the Rabbitohs, their draw. I know you mentioned it earlier. It's okay, but I think they've got a couple of harder games come to like their last four or three. Um, I believe the Cowboys, potentially Melbourne, either Melbourne or Panthers. And I think the Roosters are their last game. So he might not get those attacking stats potentially later, but I think he's a good option, really. I'm not going to say no. Yeah, fair enough. I'm considering, but yeah, I don't know if he's in my top three. You've got, obviously, I think Tedesco, Heinz Tedesco, and probably Pappenhausen still. Yeah. As your top three. So I think so, yeah. Don't know if it's worth bringing Latrell in. No. Um, all right. And well, that's it, I think, for the, for the players. You got anyone else you want to discuss? No, mate, not really. Um, I don't think there's anyone else to discuss. All right, we're going to move on. Um, did you want to quickly uh, mention our trade plans for this week, mate? Uh, talk about how many trades that we have left and what we think is a good number to have moving in before we get those additional four. Sure. Well, I've got eight left, and I think that's probably slightly on the highest side. Yep. Um, so um, I'm probably going to make two trades this week and go down to six, um, which I think is, yeah. If you're, if you're somewhere around, if you're above four at the end of this week, I think that's, that's a good number. So you have eight left, even down to maybe two at the worst case. Yeah. Um, so you got six left in total with the additional four. So yeah, I'm trading out, um, Will Penasini and Leo Thompson, I think they're obvious trade-outs mm-hmm. for my team. Leaves me a bit short in the centres, though, because Stephen Crichton isn't playing. Um, True, and you don't have Cola or anyone there to back up, do you? No, so I probably will have to me. push Tail and May into the centres with Joey Manu, have Hines, Karaz, and probably Savage will have to play on the wing fullbacks. Oh, yeah. Or- or Will Kennedy, or I can play Billy Smith, one of those three. Any, any one of those three, I'll have to play. Yeah. I might have to play two of them, actually. Um, and my other... So, Leo Thompson was going to go to Volkman, but Volkman's obviously out, so I'm probably going to bring in Palacia. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. And for Penasini, I'm bringing in IPAPs, I think. Okay. Not bad at all. So, if you make those trades, you, you reckon only two or three this week? Yeah, I'm only making those two, I think, because everyone else I'm waiting. Oh, the other one was Daily Cherry Evans. Um, I just don't see anyone obvious I need to trade out right now. Yeah. So I can just wait a week and then get him in next week. That's fair enough. Right, well, I've, as I mentioned earlier, I might be doing four this week. I am going for it. Why not? I've dropped back in the ranks and I think this is probably 
the best way to try and bounce back and get back into the, the top 500. So if I make four trades, I will have three left, which I'm not really concerned about. Like I get an extra four, there's seven. And with the team that I'm doing, if people continue with their roles and the way that they've been scoring, this team might be it for me. Really, I might only have to sell one other person down to then try and get in another um, gun. But I'm contemplating this. Yeah, this could be it. So I'm selling McInnes. Um, I mentioned I'll probably bring in DC for him. Will Penasini, I'm selling him at this point in time. I'm thinking of bringing in Cameron Murray. So if that's the case, uh, Cherry Evans will go into my halves. Burton will go into centers with Aiken, which is lovely. Uh, Saliva Havili, look, I bought him in when he was... Very cheap. I think he was still in the 280s and he's up to the 500 and something now. So he's made me decent money. I only was holding him for the round 17 anyway. So I'm going to move him on to a cash down option, probably Palisade. I'm not entirely sure as of yet. Um, and then, yeah, I might make the trade for Ezra Mam. I'm not entirely sure. I'll have to have a balance of my team with the, the changes um, and the people that are, aren't named. Um, but I might sell him out and I'm not totally sure who I'm going to bring in there yet, but it'll be someone that will fill the last uh, number on my bench, most likely. An unknown player. Uh, an unknown player, potentially, correct. So, yeah, maybe a bit of a smoke screen there. Anyway, that's my plans. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, people will continue to perform and I can just stick with those seven trades and just make a couple of trades here and there if anything happens to the squad. Awesome. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, now that's done. We'll quickly get through these lovely segments. Uh, We'll start off with this one. Yes, the player of the week. We love this. Nick, who is your simply the best player of the week going to be this week, mate? It's a good question. I, I will put my faith and trust into the... Nico Hines, since Riley is not presently current, someone's so we'll going to say, say his we'll, name. We'll say we'll <laughs> say Riley for Nico Hines. <laughs> okay, I'll do That's a Riley. A so Riley's Nico Hines, and now what, what am I going to go? I'm thinking I'll go Cameron. I'll go Cameron Munster. I'll go Cameron Munster. I feel like he was going to play Origin, so if he, if he plays, I think Cameron Munster big game after missing Fair Origin. We'll missing be, Origin, we'll be keen to get out there. Yeah, well, that's not actually a bad shout. I was going to say, are you going to be worried about the fact he's had COVID? But I was listening to uh, Billy Slater for his press conference this morning. Um, and he said that Cameron Munster, the, the poor bugger, he actually isn't showing any symptoms for COVID and he feels normal, but he has to be locked away in the room. And he's been uh, having chats to the, the boys from the balcony of his uh, apartment that he's been stuck in isolation with, say, I think he's going to be probably bouncing off the walls and yeah, yeah, you're right. He might actually come out and go bang. Thank you very much. This is what you've, you've missed Queensland in origin, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to go IPAP. So I just think he could have a pretty decent game. Um, I think he's a good captaincy option. And I think he might be the player of the week. All right. Move into this one now. Goodbye. Goodbye. The buy of the week. Now, this one's interesting because I had Volkman written down because I thought he was a good cash down option. Um, I'm going to go something on the other end, though, 
in a gun that I think is probably a good buy this week. And I think that's Daily Cherry Evans. Yeah. I know he's expensive, but I think he's a good pickup. Yeah, you're not wrong there, I think. Uh, I'm saying, well, I'm saying a buy of the week is if you don't have him, the week to get on now is Isaiah Papali'i back on the edge. That's fair. I like that a lot. Yeah. We're going for some different options instead of the uh, the cheap buggers. So that's good. All right. The cheapy of the week, mate. I also had Volkman written down here. Um, I'll let you go Volkman, first. Bloke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I'm going uh, Keenan Palacia. I think I'm going right. to bring him in. Well, you're going to say him. I was thinking him. In I'll go. Uh, I'll go Pole. Very good. Let's just do that. All right. Yawn. See you later. Get on your bike, son. Okay. Just keep that in mind. Last one, sell of the week, mate. Who is gone? Will Penasini. Will Penasini. That's, that's obvious. Will Penasini. Yeah, <laughs> see you later, buddy. You're the sell from last week. You're the sell from this week. You've made money. Congrats. Move on. See you later. Get on your bike, son. All right. Mate, um, I believe that's it for the potty. Um, obviously, Riley still isn't here. So on behalf of him, I'll say thank you, everyone, um, for listening. And we'll uh, see you in the next one. Nick, you're going to leave us with some, I don't know. What are, what are you going to do this week, mate? I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you a great What's joke. Doing? A great oh, joke All right. I came up with. You made up this joke. I made it up. Oh, this could be interesting. Okay. Are you ready? What's the best thing about Switzerland? Now, before you answer, I was thinking about this because of Roger Federer and the tennis. Okay, right. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, mate. What is it? Uh, I don't know either, but the flag is a big plus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a dad joke if I've ever heard it. And I like it. Well done. Congrats Thank you for that. You. Thank you. All right. Well, what a great joke to finish on. We'll see you next week. <laughs>